Welcome to Top Shelf Integrity, where we give you an inside look at how we, the Beam Centauri on-premise team, maintain our best-in-class standards in the alcohol industry, and what makes us the best team in the business, bar none. It's about service at the end of the day, and we're going to show you how we do our thing so you can level up yours. What does Top Shelf Leadership do differently? What does it mean to show up for your customers and your teammates? How do you balance innovation and honoring legacy? It's all here. So grab a glass, pull up a chair, and let's pour one out. Hi, this is Kathleen Benedetto, and welcome to Episode 7, A Look Inside a Family Business Model to Drive ROI. I am Kathleen Benedetto, and I have been here at Beam for 30 years. Um, I, right now, I am the Senior Director on Seed Brands, Premium Seed Brands. And today, I'm joined by my friend, Charlie Takeuchi, who, <laughs> who leads uh, Jim Beam in the Highball Program. Charlie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Highball, as always. Me too. Hi, Kathleen, and thank you for giving, giving me this opportunity to join this conversation. So uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, as you know, I'm Charlie Takeuchi from Santori, Japan. I've been working for Santori over 18 years in Japan. And then I moved to Chicago in Beam uh, in 2016. So in total, I've been working for Santori Holdings and Beam Santori uh, over 20 years, like around 22 years. Wow. All and right. now I'm in charge of highball activation in U.S. Oh, that's wonderful, Charlie. I, I love Charlie's story, and he's going to tell you a little bit, bit about his story shortly. But today the topic is about investing in the family business model. And we're going to talk about legacy branding, like how we try out new approaches and how you can use that to harness your business and take it to the next level. So. When we think about the spirits business and how it typically operates, you know, here in the States, it's a three-tiered system and the landscape is highly competitive and it's, um, it's cluttered and it's busy. And, uh, I don't think the shelves have ever looked more stacked. Um, but how does Beam Suntory do business differently? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and so I'd like to start off by asking you, Charlie, um, you come to us with 26 years of, of industry based in Suntory, the family in Japan. And I'm 30 years with beam side of the family. Uh, to be exact, 22 years. 22 years. Sorry. So I'm adding, I'm adding age. I don't need, I don't need to be adding age to you. I got it. I got it. But my, my point is this, you come with a Suntory perspective. I come with a beam perspective. Let's talk about how each of these families uh, and how they contribute to who we are as an organization and how we can differentiate ourselves in this crazy landscape of a million brands. That's a great question. So uh, let me give you one example. When I introduced myself to bartenders, and because, as you know, I'm not born and raised in the U.S., and it's been only five years since I came to the U.S., so I don't know still perfectly very well about this industry yet it's and it's impossible to understand perfectly and how i always introduce myself is i've been working for Santori in japan 80 years and i was asked our, by our president to find the opportunity of haibo 
So that's why I'm here, which means my expertise is only the success in Japan, not here in the US. But I don't have any worries because Santori became Beam Santori. Both company become together and both company, as you, you know, are the pioneer of the whiskey of in each country. Yeah. And it's the same family company become together. So I'm just bringing my expertise, but I'm, I know we have a great people in Beam. So I can surely say we can find a way out how to localize and customize my expertise to US, US culture. That, and I strongly believe it's a great, uh, Beam, Santori and Beam became together. It's a, because both has had a, has many common point. Each found both of founders created the whiskey category of Japanese whiskey and bourbon in the US. Yeah, and they continue to innovate by generation to generation, and also uh, they created a famous brand and always thinking about how we can make consumer happier. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So when I came to the US and meet like you, you, I thought, oh, it's kind of same people I saw often in Santori. Right. Uh, here in the US in Beam, it's all to the same like when I was in Japan, everyone loves our brand and everyone loves drinking. <laughs> and, that's the truth that's yeah. the truth so I was so confident without any worries to work here in the US from four years ago that's a great story Charlie and I, I do completely relate to what you're saying um, we do look at our histories uh, we look at the Beam family and how they have how they fostered the beginning of bourbon in the United States the same way uh, the Suntory family began Japanese whiskey in Japan. And I often think about, you know, after 30 years and I look at the profile of people who work for us and what makes us different when we think about, you know, this differentiation versus uh, the competition, I would say it is the legacies of those founders that drive us to try to do more. Um, I, I know from myself, um, when I think about 1796 and um, Jacob Beam, and he started this business, and it went to his son, David, and then went to his son, David M., and then went to Jim, and then it went to Jerry, and then to Booker, and now to Fred, and now soon to Freddie. There is so much richness in that and so much that we have accomplished in terms of changing the face of the spirits industry. I feel like it's, it's incumbent upon me as an employee to, to continue to drive that legacy forward. Um, how about you? When you think about Shinjiro Tori, what qualities do you think you have brought to this position and help differentiate you as an employee? I think founder spirit is a key point to be a family company because 
all the employees should have some kind of common ground understanding about founders. So when it comes to Santori founder, Shinjiro Tori, he started whiskey in Japan when no one is drinking whiskey in Japan. Right. Japan is not a, a country of whiskey and also beer. It was sake and shochu, a distilled uh, uh, spirit. And he was so profitable with his wine business. So no need to start whiskey business. And it's, it's a long-term return of on investment because if you try to make whiskey, you have to wait at least five, That's six, right. seven, ten years. So it's not clever to, as a business. But he wanted to create Japanese original whiskey made by Japanese people. Yeah. Such kind of founder spirit always when joining Santori is the part of, oh, I, I'm going to like love this company with this kind of spirit as a basis. And the same goes for Beam because after the prohibition, we quickly restarted bourbon business. That's right. And that's why people get great bourbon right after prohibition in 120 days, right? It, it, it's unbelievable. And, you know, I, I was just thinking about a moment when I just joined the company. It was back in 92. Um, well, maybe not just joined the company, but I was a year in. And um, I had the opportunity to start working on the small batch bourbons. And Booker was my boss. Booker was Jim Beam's grandson. And he said, well, if you want to work in my brands, you have to come down and learn how to make whiskey. And my boss at the time said, you don't need to know how to make whiskey in order to market it. And uh, Booker disagreed. And I, of course, answering directly to, I had two bosses. I had Booker and the guy up here. In, in the office. And I went down to the Kentucky. I, I learned about this and what he taught me and what I think now is more pervasive than ever is he taught me that a spirit is so much more than just something that's in the bottle. Yes, exactly. I will also often say we are not selling nutrient or vitamin or energy drink. Yes. To be exact, we don't need to drink spirit if you we just want to live. But I drink Haibo. Do you know why? Why? It's not an energy drink, but I always say Haibo contains vitamin HB. <laughs> vitamin Haibo. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. And do you know how it works? No. When having Haibo with your favorite, any small bites, such as chicken wings or whatever yeah. you like, I, I don't think there's an exact vitamin C or A. I, yeah. But I can surely say it energizes my spirit for tomorrow's to work harder. Yes. Enrich my, how do I say it, life. Yeah. It, it takes that moment to a different level. Yes. And it, it, when you bring those chicken wings together with that spirit, and, and you hear my, my glass tinkling because I keep sipping as we're going, um, it, makes that moment different than what it could have been. And also by knowing more about the brand, yeah, taste, the better I taste. Yes. It's the same liquid, but if I know more and more love on this drink, it tastes better. And that's good for me. It's just my self-satisfaction, but 
Uh-huh. I'm paying for this drink. And right. I just want to enjoy and make the best use of that occasion. So that is also, I think, uh, this, uh, our business, a uh, great side of our business. We are not just selling our, our commodity goods. Right. And it's also, it's not energy drink. But by adding value, by telling the brand and story, mm-hmm. we are making people happy. Yeah. yeah. And we're creating moments that are unique and can't be replicated. Right. And what I love working here in Beam Santori is all to the same, whether it's in Santori Japan or here Beam US, mm-hmm. everyone respects our founder. Everyone loves our brand and enjoy drinking. I, even our customers, like bartenders, yeah. no one, no bartenders will do bartenders if they don't like drinking. So. Right. It's so fun to talk with bartenders because at least we have always, we have some common point. Right. We both are, love drinking and we know that if we know better, we can make more people more happy and we can enjoy by ourselves better. So that kind of common ground is a great part of first as being as a maker and also doing this spirit business, not yes. commodity good. Yes, yes. And with a strong founder spirit, that makes a strong bonding in our company. And I, during COVID-19, the shutdown was tough, but we spent a lot of time for virtual happy hour. Yeah. And that part was great. It, it's not a great uh, sales meeting, but we just bonded together because as a family company, enjoy right. that. And we encourage each other. We get more close communication, stronger bonding. And that at the end of the day, that makes us close communication in our business, sharing best practice. It's yep. not that taking credit. We work together as one team. So That's right. The basis of that building a strong team, building or work as a one team is it needs a foundation of a basis of respect to founders, understanding entrepreneur. Entrepreneurial. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too hard Spirit. to pronounce. Yes. No, <laughs> no I, I, I love everything that you're saying here because I think in my 30 years, people have often asked me, what is it that makes Beam different? And I truly do believe it comes from this passion, this owner, entrepreneur entrepreneur mindset where we we understand what makes our brand special and we realize that it's not money of course yes money makes it easier to invest but it's it's telling the stories sharing the values and i do think that that's why as an organization we're smaller than a lot of our competitors and it's because we've got that entrepreneurial spirit that fire in our belly that makes us want to, to talk about brands and, and almost every one of the brands in our portfolio, even outside of just Jim Beam and, and Suntory. If you think about Sipsmith and their founders and the way that they, they revived the lost art of, um, of gin making in London after 200 years, that's 
a legacy that I feel I need to talk about and why I want folks to share about share that. Um, you think about De Kuyper and they've been making cordial since 1695 and how they their home in Skidam is a revered place. I think there are so many things about our company that that differentiate us and make us special. And they they give us that desire to work differently, to work harder. Um, and so I, I do think our business model is different because of the DNA of, as you said, Shinjiro Tori and even Booker now. So in the Another common point is they are not sticking to just for efficiency. Yes. And quickly short term goal or quick return. Mm-hmm. They don't care about it mm-hmm. because they have a vision. Yes. And that's why we love our company of that founder's spirit. And yes. with that, and by having those common ground, it creates a strong team bond, bonding with each other. Yeah. And that makes open door atmosphere in the office. For example, when I'm testing my highball new technology at the bar in the office, last week, uh, Albert, our CEO, stopped by and, hey, Charlie, what are you doing? Can I taste it? And I awesome. saw it. When I shared this story with my wife, my wife was surprised. What, what did you talk to CEO of Beam Suntory? And yeah. I said, yes, how? He just stopped by and asked me what I'm drinking. So I, I did it. It never happens in my company when I was in Japan. She was, she's work, was working in a different company, yes. a different maker. She said there's more hierarchy yes. between CEO and just a senior manager. But here in Beam, because of our common ground of this as a family company, yes, it is open door. We can speak out. That's. I think everybody has a responsibility within this legacy. I mean, I I look at the work you do on Highball, Charlie, and was it always easy? No, it was tough. It's a new way for people to think. Actually, it's not actually new. Of course. People used to drink highballs all the time, but they forgot about it. And so you're bringing that back. And I think what our organization respects is this commitment yes. to saying, I'm going to make this work. And also what I appreciate is the patience of our company. Yes. You know, since I came here four years, five years ago, it wasn't that easy to start highball four years ago. And if you ask, I'm still on in the progress to make it successful, but but I still wait wait to go. I I have a lot of things to do from now on, but at least our our stakeholder, my sponsor, is ours has have been patient with me to yeah. continue my job, and I. Also, uh, of course, because I'm showing the opportunity of Haibu, but if my sponsor or stakeholder ask for quick-term goal or short-term goal and quick 
success. I think I'm not here right now. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And I, and I think about, we worked on those small batch bourbons for, I was on that business till 2004. And every year I sat in a room, not making my number, but they still believed it was the right thing to do. It was redefining what future whiskey was going to be like. And which is ironic because small batch is whiskey the way it used to be, the way it was meant to be pre-prohibition style. And today I look and I see the fruits of that labor. I, I hear somebody call for a Knob Creek and I'm in an account. And you know what that's like when you hear somebody call for a highball and you didn't say anything to them. And you're like, oh my God, it's happening. So I think the the piece that ties this together is that the way you are creating your own legacy here in the United States is the same way I am and the same way my colleagues are. We all have our own piece of this, and that is the entrepreneurial spirit here at Beam. We say honor our legacy in Beam. Yes, we yeah. do. And I totally agree because because I've been working for Santori and Beam Santori over twenty years, which means you and I really understand what our founders has done and by understanding that as you said because we respect our founders we won't act like our founders yes that is represent how we are honoring our legacy for me even it's today's friday so even if it's weekend it doesn't matter for me i always try to act as a evangelist of haibu anytime anywhere whether it's weekend because i'm not asking for my kpis or return on my performance based on my salary but because i respect our founders i learned a lot from this company then i just want to act like my founder who created japanese whiskey category so that energizes me to act as a highball evangelist anytime anywhere do i make sense to you you know what you're so right i find that people even if you no longer work for beam you still talk about it i i have friends who we still get together and they're still talking about our brands um i'm a mom and i have a 25 year old son and he is now um selling whiskey for another company but he just did a podcast with me about Maker's Mark, where we talked about the family. He has been to Maker's Mark. Even though he doesn't directly work for our company, he still wants to talk about the brands. And that is something that you can't teach anybody. It has to come from within. And it is that passion that I think um, our company inspires in people. and. I, I also see that in our salespeople at the front line. So when when I go out and work in the field now, it's been a year since I've been out. Um, you know, we always talk about we want to create partnerships with accounts. It's not about selling a brand. Yes, of course, our success um, is predicated on us getting some level of of sales, but the way in which we go about that is in this family business model where 
we're going to work with you. We're going to talk to the account and say, okay, what's going to work for you? What yeah. business issues are you faced with? And how can our brands, how can we help you get there? And I, I, I do think that that is a key piece of our success that we are starting to see emerge as we come out of the pandemic, because we were there even when there was no business to be had. We were still visiting accounts saying, what do you need? Let's let, let me buy you dinner. You know, at the worst moments, we were always there. And isn't that what family is? Yes. They show up even when it's tough. So like uh, in Japan, in 2011, we had a big, big earthquake. Oh, yes. And all the accounts, of course, shut down. And it was the toughest time. But our, our owner told us, hey, on-premise team, go out to your account, spend money, this is a time to show why, what makes us what we are to our customers. And I'm talking about Japan, not U.S. So, yeah. so and our owner said, don't use credit card, pay by cash. That's what customers, our customers really want. Yes. And then it's not just about the investment. He, he's just trying to do something good for our customers in that situation and that was a different uh, differ, that differentiated from yes. competitors it doesn't make sense after right after the earthquake everyone was staying at home all the on-premise account no ca- consumers were visiting there mm-hmm. and they don't get any sales so in my opinion when a toughest situation happens. Com- family company, it's bonding becomes stronger <laughs> internally. Yes. And the same went for us last year. It was the toughest time shut down on, on premise, but we get stronger bonding. And Right. Well, we're, we're growing for good, right? And that's what our founder always talks about is how are you growing for good, not Growing for profit, and we are not just selling like a insurance to customers to make money. That's we right. are trying. First, we want to be a good service, but also we want to add value. Until mm-hmm. we are not just selling the, a bottle of eighty proof spirit, we are trying to sell tell the brand and the background story. Also, drinking style and the quality to add value. Yep, always creating ways for our our businesses to be successful, and whether that's on premise or even off premise, helping them. Um, I love that story about uh, Japan, and it's the same thing that we we saw here during the pandemic. Um, last question for you, Charlie. When we think about um, what you see your legacy being in the future, down the road, what where do you see yourself playing a role in helping to bring forward this family business model? We respect our founders, and we believe we are honoring that legacy, and we 
least in my in my opinion, I'm trying to be as a always be a great evangelist of Haibu, like Shinjiro Tori used to be when he created a, a Japanese whiskey category in Japan. So as Charlie, I I'm also trying to do my best to be uh, like as a honoring that founder's spirit and be a good person anytime, anywhere, and also try to influence people to make, to see more happier face. Yes. That's, I think that's my role that I continue to work hard. And another story about family business is my wife or my brother is working in a different category, like bank or different mm -hmm. uh, vendor machine maker. It's a different cut. And both of them always say, Charlie, you, I'm jealous about your job because you are enjoying that job. And sometimes you don't care about your return on your performance. You are just doing, you are just trying to uh, tell your brand, even if it's not your job, what's your driving horse? And why Beam Santori is making you so energizing? I would always say, maybe we are not just a company. I, of course, I take care uh, my first priority is, of course, my family, but to me, Beam Santori is also my second family. Your second family, right? Yeah. It's funny, um, and for anyone who's listening, you should know that there is actually in Japan a documentary about Charlie with a famous actor playing him, which is like the coolest thing ever. Um, that is the kind of impact that Charlie is making. Uh, so talk about a family member. Um, but I feel the same way. I, I've, I feel like I, I go out into the field and I try to make people understand how special we are and share those stories um, because that is the piece that is worth more than, than money. It is um, the spoken histories that aren't perhaps written down. It's the stories that we might tell about whether it's Courvoisier and what happened during World War II at the Chateau or uh, the De Kuypers and how they used to uh, create barrels in the 1600s. And that's how they got into the business. There are so many interesting things that we can bring to life that have yet to be, have, have been discovered by people, by the world that I think our company is just on the, the tip of the, the most important shift of um, sharing unique and valuable stories to build brands in non-traditional ways. I think that's what consumers want to hear. They want to hear that. They want to hear the values. They're less open to ads at this point. They're more into. And with, with that family business model, that I strongly believe contribute to coming up with innovative ideas, think outside the box. Yes. Because of, we are not top-down approach. We have, we, everyone can speak out because we are family. That yes. brings us more 
creative ideas. If we just our let's say stake uh leadership decides everything and leadership st stick to quick return, I think it's important it's hard to think outside the box. Yeah. Sometimes on the other hand, when it comes to family business or people like us, yeah, always our driving force is coming from passion. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoying entertaining people it's that's the truth and and i gotta say you, you aren't always going to get it right i do recall lime lizard kamikaze schnapps which was one of my line extensions for the kuiper that sad to say no longer exists so sometimes our passion carries us away and at the time godzilla was big so okay we we had an opportunity not anymore um, but yet then it also comes to new ideas like the highball or um, if we look at a brand like the Small Batch Bourbons, the new little book series with with little Fred, um, Jim Beam's great, great grandson, who is now blending like the Suntory blenders. So, again, we're seeing a new way to look at the business and it all comes from what makes us different and special. And that's that family business model um, and sharing those best practices. So uh, what I'd like to do, Charlie, is I'd like to uh, toast to you and thank you for being here. Hold on. Let's uh, do a little of this and let's go. Let's go have a drink and lunch. All right. Thank you. OK, thank you. Top Shelf Integrity is brought to you by Beam Centauri, Inc., Chicago, Illinois. Remember to always drink responsibly.